Welcome to Swimming in the Deep. I'm Dan. I'm Josh. Our desire is to encourage and equip you to dive deep into knowing the riches of who God is so that you are driven to share the gospel, serve the community, and make disciples. That was kind of fun because I normally don't do that, Josh. You know I do that part. So that was fun. But uh, so in the first two episodes of uh, season two, uh, we have looked at uh, what are denominations as a whole um, where they come from, why, why are they, what are the positives, what are the negatives of denominations, episode two. Uh, we looked a little more closely at who we are as, as Cross Point Church, as Southern Baptists with our denomination and uh, all that goes into that. And so today, what we want to do for these next few episodes is kind of bring it back to a local church level. And uh, we want to look closer and dive deeper into the question first of uh, what do I do as a as a new believer. And, and, and we think that this can also, we know that this can also apply for seasoned believers because I think it just is a good reminder uh, of the gospel. And so we want to talk for a few minutes about baptism, but Josh, before we talk about baptism, because that would naturally be the next step for a new believer yeah, is right. baptism. But, but let's just say what we want to do is first, the first step for a new believer is just to go back and just remind themselves to make sure they understand the gospel. Uh, so Josh and your five minute, six minute, however you much you want to do, and I'm, I'll interject as much as I can. But I'm since sure you, know, you will. since you, I, yes, I will. Yes, 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 I will. But since since you normally ask me the questions, I, I want to ask you the question. So so what are the components of the gospel? You know, we use the the three circles guide here at Crosspoint. Uh, we also use the two ways to live. Uh, tracked, but so so. What what are the components of the gospel? What, what would you want to encourage a new believer to do to go back to understand the gospel? How how would you or what would you want them to do to understand the gospel? What are the components? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think when when we when we look at the gospel, when we look at somebody who, as we're getting ready to talk about baptism, um, as whether it's as pastors, as parents, as somebody who. Um, has responded to and accepted Christ, I think going back and thinking about what is the gospel at its at its core yes. is very important because there's times where we can put something in there that isn't actually foundational to the gospel. Yes. Um, and and so we we muddy it up ourselves when we sure do. Yeah. Um, so so to start off God is creator, God is loving ruler, God is holy. Um, God created all things that exist, and in creating that, there is order, and in that order, his, there is the display of his image. Yes. Um, and, and his image is, is even displayed as we rule over the world yes. under yes, that's important. his yes. guidance, mm-hmm. under his protection. So there's, his image is even on display there. Um, and... God created us in his image to be in a perfect relationship with him, to glorify him, to enjoy him forever. Uh, This relationship was wonderful. As you read Genesis 1, Genesis 2, um, God made us to love him, worship him. God made us that we would be satisfied in him Mm. and that our satisfaction would be in him alone. Yep. But... Then Genesis 3 comes. Um, first parents, they decide to rebel against God. And from then on, their nature is corrupted. 
the image of God, it's, I think it's important to know this, the image of God is not um, lost. That's right, yes. It's, it's yes. marred, it's distorted. Yeah. Yes. Um, and so the image of God is still intact. The dignity of created man, woman, is still intact. And what, what, is, what has been distorted, what has been marred is, is basically our moral understanding, spiritual, mental, relational, just yes. everything is marred because now sin has entered. Mm-hmm. There's separation because of that sin and all of it, even as image bearers still, sin really boils down to this this pride or this selfishness that we want to be God. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, instead of God being God. Yep. And so there's the the rejection of of God by man. Um, they are kicked out kicked out of the garden. Um, we inherit we inherited original sin from Adam. And as a result, because God is holy and unholiness, unrighteousness deserves a punishment. Yes. That punishment is, yeah. we deserve is death. It's hell. That's right. Um, and, and so because of that, because of sin, those that are in sin as we have inherited sin, we deserve hell. Yeah. Because we are not perfect. Yes. Um, and so God being holy, God being just and righteous... That's the punishment for it, which is important. So important, you it, know. For I mean, really, it it's, it's that's an important part of the of the whole puzzle is God is a, a holy and just and righteous God. It, and if if there was no judgment, then He would not be holy and righteous. And so it's so yeah. important for for people to realize that yes, our sin deserves God's right judgment. Yeah, yeah. And I, that's the hard. That's that's one of the hard things to grasp because. We love hearing the really. We love hearing the next part of the gospel, mm-hmm. where where Christ enters. That, yeah. that in order for us to be forgiven of our sins, a perfect sacrifice had to had to happen, yes. or or we endure the penalty we deserve. Yes. So either a perfect sacrifice is in our place, which is Christ, or we take the penalty. Yep. And if if God is a God, we, we, we like this idea that is proclaimed a lot that God is a God of love and we don't, yeah. and we don't like the idea that a loving God is still going to punish. Mm-hmm. Um, and so sometimes that's, that's the, that's, it's hard to wrap our minds around that idea in some cases. Um, and I would say, especially if you don't have kids. Now that I have kids, it's a whole nother ball. Yeah, right. Right? Like, <laughs> yes. I love yes. my kids. Yes. And sometimes there's still consequences. And there has to be. And there has to be. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> and, and because, I mean, not, again, I told you I didn't interject, right? But, um, you know, love and justice can't be separated. I mean, right? God's love is shown through his justice. Yep. <clears throat> I mean, I, we say this all the time. Those of you listening, you know, if, if someone were to do something against your family member, the, the, the love you would have for that person is that you'd want justice to happen, right? Yeah. You're not just going to say, oh, well, that's nice that you hurt my family member. Who cares? You will offer forgiveness, yeah. but you're going to say there has to be justice done. And so yeah. God is a holy God. He's creator. You've got to believe that. You know, you got to see there's a creator. We sinned against him. That sin deserves a right 
you know, judgment, mm-hmm. you know, and if, if God did not judge that sin, then could you imagine the chaos? Right. right? I mean, that's just, and, and that's what it is. And well, yeah. that's, I mean, and, and that's when we use the three circles. Yeah. That's one of the things I love about it is that, you know, you start with the circle of God's design, our sin, then there's, a, there's that line that goes off from God, from, from God's design. And then that sin causes that, that second circle we talked about is brokenness. You yep. see it all in this world. You mm-hmm. see the broken, and that brokenness is a result from sin. And yeah. that's the death. That's our separation from a holy God. Yeah. And so, yeah, and so there had to be, you know, I mean, you, you can't separate a God who is love, which he is, from a God who is just. I mean, yeah. he, he, it's who he is. Yeah. So, yeah. So, keep, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yep. So, no. Yeah. No. So, yeah. So, but, so, in the display of God being a God of love and a God of justice, mm-hmm. and for three circles, the, the circle of brokenness, uh, we would draw another circle and we would insert the gospel there. Yes. Well, the gospel is Jesus living perfect life, Jesus dying in our place as the perfect sacrifice, yes. able to satisfy um, the requirement mm-hmm. uh, that we are able to receive forgiveness mm-hmm. for our sin. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so and that's the gospel. So we go from brokenness and, and you draw that line where you repent and believe the gospel. It means you're yes. repenting and believing that Jesus is who Scripture says he is and that the only way for salvation is through Jesus. Yeah. That Jesus died, rose from the grave. The Jesus dying is paying the penalty for sin. Jesus raising from the grave is defeating death. That, that when we have a physical death, that's not the end. That's right. That there is eternity. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I know sometimes, I don't know, maybe this is just me and wording. Um, <laughs> but, you know, we, we like to emphasize eternal life, which is true. Yeah. We have eternal life through Jesus. And if you don't have Jesus, there's still eternity. Yes. The right. difference is eternity and hell, and yeah. so yep. so we're so we are repenting and believing the gospel, and as a result of repenting and believing the gospel, then um, there there is that response for us. It's the repentance of sin. Uh, the other resource that you uh, mentioned is is two ways to live. Yeah. One way continuing to reject God as as ruler, which brings on condemnation for us, uh, or the way that God has created us for and um, revealed to us to repent, believe that we would submit to the authority of Christ as ruler, yeah. uh, that we would rely on Christ's death and resurrection alone mm-hmm. for our salvation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's faith and trust in Jesus. Yeah. And, and as a result of that, we recover and we pursue God's design. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so, so then we would tell someone if, if that is truly what you believe. So if, if you believe that you are a sinner and you, you acknowledge that you understand that your sin has taken you away from a holy God and you, you understand that your sin deserves that, that right judgment of God. And then you turn from that, you turn from your own way of trying to save yourself and you turn and you look to Jesus on the cross, died for your sin. Like you, like you told us, like the God's word tells us. He rose from the grave. If you believe, if you trust in what Christ did for you, you'll be saved. So, so we start there, and then that person has truly said, yes, this is who I am, that I am forgiven of my sins. We would say then the next step then is baptism. 
And so we'd say that's the next natural step for someone. We, it's, it's what we're to do. So, so let's talk about then what is baptism? So, so for us, what would we believe as believers? What is, what is baptism, Josh? What, what, what is it? Yeah. Uh, baptism simply is showing the world that you're a believer. Um, it's this, it's, it's a public declaration of your old life and the new life you have, meaning that um, Southern Baptists, we talked a little bit about baptism, denominational life in the previous two. Um, we're um, believing immersion. So when you go under, it is, it is death as if you are buried with Christ. Christ. That's right. Yeah. And when you come out of the water, it is as if you are risen with Christ. And it is new life with Christ. Um, when you come up out of the water. And so, so that's, I mean, baptism is that. It's you acknowledging your sins, that they're forgiven, that you're living for Christ um, and submitting to Christ. Yes. But it's important for us to understand that it is just a symbol. Yes. That salvation that's is true. not in baptism. Correct. Because you're already um, saved. You're already saved. You're, like Romans 8, 1 says, if you're in Christ, there's no more condemnation. You right. are saved. You're, you are a believer so baptism does not save you, but it's 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 showing the like you said, yep. it's showing. So yes, it, it comes after salvation. So yeah. so so it's it's so it's just a symbol. Um, but but as a symbol, I'm going to ask a question now. Why do we? <laughs> why the tables. if it's just a symbol, then why do we do it? Yeah, I, I think it's a great question. I think that's something that people are confused by. You know, we would say scripturally, what we do it for a few reasons. One, because Jesus commands us. I mean, it's it's we're, we're called to be baptized to, and, and again, part of that is to identify with Christ. I mean, Christ was baptized to show that we're to be baptized, and so we are identifying with Him that our old life is gone, our new life has come, um, and so Jesus commanded uh, Jesus commanded us to do it. And then I, I think also what we see biblically is that it shows the world who is a believer, right? So in baptism, we show the world that we have united with Christ, that we're born again. And so part of what baptism is that you display publicly that your old life is gone, your new life has come in Christ, that we are now then, because we're baptized, what we're doing is we're showing the world that we are. So it's, it's, it's that public display. So why baptize? Because it's this public display of, of who we are, yeah. right? It's, it's showing the world. Just like with the Lord's Supper, you know, we are, we are putting on display what Christ did for us, you know, as we take the bread and we uh, take the juice, we're, we're showing what Christ did by breaking his body for us. And by shedding his blood for us. So in baptism, what we're doing is we're showing the world that our old life has gone, our new life. So it's, it's, it's this uniting with Christ. Yeah. And so, of course, for us, you know, for, for Jesus, he, he, he was baptized as a, a way to show us what to do. And so we are just identifying with him, that we are one with Christ. And then we also, for us as Baptists, uh, another key part of this is that we, would, we are baptized because we believe baptism is one part of how you join our church. And so... For us, we identify the fact that we, of course, will only baptize someone who professes faith in Christ, yeah. of course. Mm -hmm. And then we will take that person who wants to then be baptized, take them through a class and say, you know, let's make sure you understand this, what baptism is. It, you know, everything you just talked about, it's to not save you. You're, it's a symbol to show your old life is gone, your new life has come. And then once you're baptized, that's part of that process of saying, yes, I'm now identifying that I'm a believer in Jesus, and so I want to now identify with a local church. Yeah. Um, and so for us, we would just say it's it's one part of how you join the church. That baptism is is key. It's central. It, it does not save you, of course, 
but because it's it's a it's an act of obedience it's saying that yes we believe in what christ has done for us on the cross so now i'm showing that my old life is gone my new life has come and so for us that's another reason we celebrate baptism is it just it, it leads to membership at, at cross point yeah. um, and so it's so important i mean you know baptism is that next important step and and, and, you know, different denominations, of course, understand baptism a little differently. And that's okay. That's one yeah. of those issues. That's one of those things we can, we, we can, we can talk about and disagree on. But for a, a true biblical understanding of it, you, you've got to understand that it does not save. Yes. And, and that's, I believe, is a first tier issue. It, yeah. it, it does not save you. I mean, it's, it's not an act of salvation. Right. It's, it's showing. Now, for other denominations, that how, how you do the mode of baptism, that can be discussed. And we have difference. Yeah. But for us, as First in this podcast, we're Baptist, and so we we talk about it in a Baptist yes, way, and so right. we we understand it this way, and yeah. so we would just tell someone that next natural step is to be baptized. If you're listening to this, you're not a part of Cross Point. I, I would encourage you to talk to your pastor, um, you know, talk to your you know the pastor of your church about what baptism is, why to celebrate it. But for us, this is what we believe: that you are mm. showing the world that you're a believer. You're declaring publicly. Your old life is gone. Your new life in Christ has come. You know, 2 Corinthians 5.17. If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old is gone. The new has come. And so it's just, it's, it's we are showing the world who we are. It, it's a public declaration yeah. that that we have been cleaned by the, the blood of Jesus. And it's just, our new life is there. And so, um, and so then, you know, a, a after baptism, then we would then encourage, and you said this, Josh, that that we're going to recover and pursue God's design, and so you know we'll talk about this in our next episode about joining the church, about what is membership, but yeah, but what does it look like to recover and pursue God's design? So as you're, after you're baptized, mm -hmm. you know, for us, of course, we're talking about church membership, but but in that process, what, what are what are what's the understanding of recovering and pursuing God's design? So you're you believe in Jesus, you're committing your life to Him, you're baptized. Then what's next? Then what's next? Right? So, so for us, well, again, we'll talk about church membership in the next episode. But what do you do as a new believer? You're baptized. Yeah. Then what happens? What, well, what, what do we do? If it was, if it was really, really easy, you know, like the, one of those, it's easier said than done kind of things. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, we can see in Scripture where there's points where uh, Jesus will say, "Go and sin no more." Uh, I mean, really, that's that's part of the recover and pursue God's design. Yes, it's not yeah. as simple as good i am not going to sin anymore exactly yeah. but but in recovering in the pursuit of god's design which maybe it would be better pursue and recover oh yeah yeah because we really are yeah. looking to see um because ultimately what happens is in this pursuit of god's design i think that is what leads to us recovering it because we pursue god's design for us in his word yes as revealed and so yeah so the the fruit from that is that we begin, there's this freedom that we no longer have to live yeah. in just actively practicing sin. Because because there's that bondage to sin. I mean, that's, that's one of the things that sin does. It puts us in bondage. Yeah. yeah. And so, and, yeah. And so, so, that, so that bondage that we are, we are free from that. We are, as 2 Corinthians 5, 17, we are, we are new creations. If anyone is in Christ, the old is gone, the new has come. Um, and so we have new life in Christ and this and there's a union that's there that it's one of those unions that's an already not yet mm -hmm. because yeah. this this union 
is a hint of what existed before Genesis 3 world. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Uh, but because we still are in this world, since there still is, we still fall into and we sin, mm-hmm. we are not perfect yet. Yeah, that union right. is not complete. Yeah. But that's still part of that pursuing and recovering yeah. that design. And so, and you just preached uh, on James 2, 14 to 26 um, about faith without works is dead that mm-hmm. that saving faith in Christ leads to a demonstrated faith meaning yeah, yeah. that we aren't saved by our works correct um, and and this I think this sometimes can be this is one of those passages and you mentioned it but it's one of those passages that that people would like to put up as a contradiction to Ephesians 2 8 mm-hmm. 9 10 um, but if we rightly look at them in other places in Scripture, Salvation is not based on works. But, as James proclaims, as James argues and pleads with um, the the church, and really is pleading with us, yeah. that the, the saving faith that we have really is on display because yeah. of our works. Yes, yeah. And, and that's that's that pursuit and the recovering of God's design. Because, and it's, be, it's because we're in Christ. And yeah, and, and it's because we're, we're wanting to live how Christ lived. Yeah. You know, yeah, exactly. And so I, it's pretty cool when you think about it, and especially with what you said a minute ago, just this idea of of this freedom, you know, Mark, Mark Dever, Nine Mark stuff, they'll say it's this freedom from the habitual practice of sin. And so you talked about that a minute ago, and so it's this idea. So we hear a cross-point practice, confession of sin yeah and so one of those things as you are one of those works those things you do after you're saved is you understand that you are still a sinner mm-hmm. and and you're going to still sin doesn't give you the right to sin right, right. so so romans 8 1 says you're free from sin you're, you're no longer condemned yeah but we realize that on this earth we're still going to sin yeah yeah <laughs> and so it's just that it is that pursuing and recovering you're right yes. it, it's kind of like we should maybe write nam and ask you know <laughs> Talk to the North American Mission Board and say, hey, you know, but so it's you're pursuing God and you're recovering. And so you are you are constantly moving away from sin, that sin that that shackles you, and that that sin that is a hindrance, and you're saying, I don't want to live that anymore because Christ has freed me from that. And so you're that that's that freedom, that's that that's that joy of, of confessing yeah. sin. You're now confessing sin as a believer, saying, I'm confessing sin, knowing that I'm no longer condemned for this sin. Yeah. But I'm convicted that I've done A, B, or C, or whatever it is. Yeah. And the Holy Spirit's convicted me. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to confess that sin mm-hmm. and say, Lord, forgive me. And I know I'm forgiven and I'm cleansed from this unrighteousness. And then, like you said, it, it's that it's that beauty of then living out the works, you know, working, you know, you know, scripture says work out your salvation, right? And so it's this idea of that's that idea there of you're saved and now you're going to show you're saved. Yeah. And so I, I don't want to preach my whole sermon again from 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 <laughs> right. Sunday, but you know that's the idea. If that's that truth, and that that's what we're called you know to do as believers. And so, you know that that's what we would say that if you are truly a believer, you've you've repented, placed your faith in Jesus, you've been baptized. Now you are pursuing mm-hmm. God's design. You're recovering yep. from that life of sin, and you're living in the freedom of Christ. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. So yeah. And, 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 yeah, go, yeah, go and, ahead. And, and well, I was just gonna—I was gonna say—is—is is as we as we live out that freedom, and we pursue God's design, and we begin to live like Christ, we our our works reflect yes. the result oh. of our salvation. That's a good word. Yeah, reflect. Yeah, that's good. Then 
God is glorified in that, and there is that beginning to recover the design that God is glorified in the way that we live, the way that we work, the way that our relationship is with Him. Um, but it all starts with faith first, yes. and the works that yep. glorify God come after. Yep. Amen. Um, Amen. So... So am I supposed to close it out? Or? I, I, I have no idea. I have no idea. I was thinking, I was like, man, you know what? I really we threw thought us about for a loop. it out, then I finished. And I'm like, oh, well. So I guess that's, this is our amazing well, closing here, Well, it guys. is, you know. So, so hey, yo, thanks for joining us. I guess I'll do what Josh does. Thanks for joining us for Swimming in the Deep. We appreciate you joining us to find out more about this podcast or about Crosspoint Baptist Church. Uh, go to crosspointrichmond.com. We look forward to having you join us for episode four, where we're going to look at what is church membership and why do we practice it. 